Life from the Well is sponsored by Scratch Distillery. Located in Edmonds, Washington, Scratch Distillery crafts delicious spirits from scratch. Every batch is made by hand from local, non-GMO organic grains. Head on over to Edmonds and taste the natural delicious flavors yourself. Welcome to Life from the Well. We're here to share our perspectives with stories from the service industry. I'm your bartender, Joey. And I'm your barback, Peter. I'll keep the ice full. This episode from Life from the Well is served handcrafted by Barfly Mixology Gear, a line of essential tools for mixologists. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Life from the Well, where the drinks are strong and the stories are swell. Today we have an awesome guest, Jacob Scott. He is a bartender, a cocktail server, an oyster shucker. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, Jacob? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Oh man, we are so happy to have you here. That was good. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so happy that Joey you brought this. in the right energy, Pete. I like that. Woo! Woo! That's fun. Woo! <laughs> Welcome, Jacob. Thanks, bud. To the show, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Jacob's a longtime friend of mine. Um, gosh, we worked together at a restaurant for a couple years. Nice. A few years after I worked with you, and a few years before now. So yeah, man, we go we go way back. Along the road, along the road, we yeah we used to uh, we used to serve some some head on whole trout. Out, in, <laughs> out to the fancy, the, oca- the occasional bronzino, and lots of, and lo- lots and lots of um, what was that drink I hated making? The pomegranate basil martini. That yeah. was uh, the Ooh. taste taste of Kirkland, man. Yeah, welcome to the show, bro. <laughs> the taste of Kirkland. literally the taste of Kirkland. <laughs> and and Jacob is also a uh, a very good high fiver. Um, even in these times of COVID nineteen, we still uh, this is true. We washed our hands. My hands are just covered in duck fat, so. It's all good. So you're good. They're nice and soft yesterday, right now. I think. Mm-hmm. So I'm good. <laughs> you watched yesterday, is that what you said? Oh, you're coughing into the filter. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's good. <laughs> just, just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a that was a visual joke on a podcast. They never work. No, I mean not. it worked for the room. I got I got yeah, the two you got, laughs. You got the I chuckles you were looking for. I got the three laughs I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> now now everybody's not listening to our episode. All right, sorry guys. <laughs> All right, shot time. Cheers. No, I think we just say that. There's a button for that. Cheers, bro. You like to start every episode with a shot. One for the bartender. Ah, so good. Smooth. Was that the proper? No, that was... Uh, no, what's that? Buffalo Trace. Oh! Honestly, I can't remember the last time I had Buffalo Trace. It's, it's and now we're having it... Super smooth. We're having it twice today. I didn't know you had it over there. I um, the, the, I used Buffalo Trace for our... So for the cocktail of the day, which we're going to be featuring later, we'll get into in a little bit, but we're doing um, a, a drink that I... One of my cocktails that I create. Well, it's a variation of a Manhattan, so I don't really want to say it's my cocktail. It's my it's my tweak on a on a Manhattan, um, where we fat wash some some bourbon with uh, with clarified duck fat, nice. and so that's why I have duck fat on my hands because we've been working hard. Um, but yeah, we also use Buffalo Trace for that because that was what we used at the restaurant back in the day, and so I was just trying to get authentic flavors. So. It's good. It doesn't right really on. overpower. 
Oh, yeah, it's, either, it's a nice so like it's a, it's a nice neutral. So. I think it's a good. It's a, I used to always say it was it was like the it used to be at least the best bourbon for your buck because you could get a, a bottle of it like under thirty bucks usually, mm-hmm. and and it was really great in the Manhattan or an old fashioned or you know it, it's well, just. It, it, it could stand on its own, but it was really good in a cocktail. It's what got me into bourbon in general. Mm-hmm. Like I, I drove Joey home one night after work, and he was like, "Dude, come on up! Like, I got some really good uh, bourbon." Mm-hmm. And so he poured me a, a glass of Buffalo Trace, and we just sat on the porch and just bullshitted for like an hour. And mm-hmm. I was like, "I was like, hey Peter, try on. this Buffalo Trace." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Peter was like. And then I was like, <laughs> "That's exactly how it went down." That's how I remember it. <laughs> just turned our computer on. Uh, hey, that was fun. Good job. So, yeah, thanks for having. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Hey, appreciate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's sorry, right. we're all a little. Um, hey, we're we're yeah. uh, we're day drinking, so usually our episodes are in the evening. But, this is uh, a early show. Yeah. We started. Well, we met at eleven. It's now eleven fifty, but but the coffee uh, is still. I mean, it's, it's still it's almost afternoon. I just finished my coffee, and we just did a shot of whiskey. So <laughs> I still have a little coffee left. So. It's a co- whiskey stacked on stacked on top of coffee, so that should. Uh, but hey, unemployed life, so whatever. Hey man, <laughs> <laughs> do what you can. This is actually this is the only work I'm doing now. This <laughs> is the podcast. So. Well, uh, let's get into your resume, sir. So All right. Where, where did you first start? So I have been in this industry for almost 20 years. I started back in uh, 2001 uh, at the Keg. Was there for about seven years. Started out as a busser. Work. Yeah, the I know keg. the keg, <laughs> which uh, coincidentally enough is the only keg left in the United States. I worked at the Linwood one. Yeah. Oh, hey, good yeah, for they, them. They, they closed every single one, and yeah. then uh, it's because like, it's a Canadian-based company, and yeah. so that was it's the like only right one right behind uh, all store. Yeah. 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 Well, it's right behind uh, Costco, Costco now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I worked there for about seven years. Uh, worked my way up to a server, and then bartender, and then. Uh, didn't really enjoy bartending there, so I went back to serving. <laughs> and then when I left, I uh, moved to Spazos, which was a Schwartz Brothers restaurant uh, in the Redmond Town Center. Nice. And I was there for about five years, uh, primarily just serving there. And then uh, after that, I moved to Kirkland. Well, didn't move, but moved jobs to Kirkland, jobs. where I met this uh, fine gentleman sitting across from me. He's talking about me, you guys. That's Ta- what I mean, I'm being very, very generous with that statement. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. I think, and then... I think the first time we met, I was very drunk. Uh-huh. Or I think the, that day. <laughs> it was like, it was the taste of... The, the sip of Kirkland or the taste of Kirkland yeah. or something. I'd been drinking. Brooke was gone out of town, and uh-huh. so I'd started drinking at 10 a.m. that day. So yeah. I got even... A, earlier <laughs> anyways god but i was yeah. like i was like who's this new guy <laughs> and then and then things got better from there but that was good and then after there i ended up going to work at matt's where i'm currently was working until yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so we should we should uh we should post date this episode that today is march 16th. 16th so we just got the notice the the service industry of Seattle and slash Washington State slash California, New York, Ohio, a bunch of other a bunch of us. Um, we're all out of work. <laughs> all, all the bartenders, the the servers, the cooks, the you know we, we've all uh, 
gone, you know, we, we all kind of were just told that our restaurants were going to close down for yeah. for and COVID that's... containment. And, and I mean, while you, you want to contain, you still can't help but wonder what the fuck. <laughs> I know. And yet the government's not going to, you know, help you guys out or... Well, I mean, the, the, you don't want to say that. I mean, I want to project that kind of shit. We would love their help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 <laughs> no I, I want to be optimistic and, and think yeah. that we, we don't that's going to happen. But... Currently, the only program set in place for us is unemployment. And so that's mm-hmm. that's where everybody's at. But then it's hard because on unemployment, you have to be applying for jobs every week. Mm-hmm. And and um, no, there's no restaurants yeah, to apply at. No, I so know. What it's, am I going to do? What do you what do you, yeah, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I went online. I sent uh, my mm-hmm. resume into like sixteen different restaurants and bars, but mm-hmm. in one day, they're not hiring. I guess. Yeah, I've got any phone calls back. I know. I my resume out every single day. It's like in one day, you're expected to change your entire career, mm-hmm. yeah. and 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 just make it work. But yeah, like you said, you've been uh, in the service industry for almost twenty years. Yeah. yeah. And Joey's been in it for like forty years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Jacob and I are the same age. <laughs> He's a little older. Am I? When's your birthday? No, April thirteenth. Oh, you're a little older. Eighty one or eighty? Eighty one. Eighty one. Mine's May twenty second. Second. Uh, okay, that's right. I couldn't remember. <laughs> well, that's five weeks, motherfucker. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> so we're essentially the same age. We'll oh, go man. back to that. <laughs> Not as funny anymore. Uh, <laughs> we're really close to the same age. I don't know. Yeah. Before uh, before you lost your job uh, in the last uh, twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surprise. What, what were you doing again? Um, so at Matt's, I cocktail in the bar, and then I oyster shuck uh, one day a week. I used to when I first started there. I was uh, working behind the bar, so it's kind of tricky because in that bar there are there's like the bar side where they primarily make drinks and then mm-hmm. on the other side of the bar which wraps around the entire bar essentially it's like this big oval shape like 30 something seats and the other side shucks oysters and so when i started there i was like oh everyone was like oh this is where you're gonna make the most money is shucking oysters never shucked an oyster in my life mm-hmm. and so i started there, i was like yeah i'm down and so figured that out stabbed my hand like in the same spot in the first two weeks Epsom, Epsom salt soaking like was literally my best friend uh, but after a while you know no you stitches just, no stitches nice. I probably I probably could have got stitches uh-huh. but this one regular that would always come in as a nurse and she's like oh man yeah you should soak that in Epsom salt <laughs> that's, that's, I love I love uh, medical professional regulars that yeah, can help you with that kind of like, stuff oh, you know, so, yeah because you know I, I never done it before you yeah. know and i was like i didn't want to be like oh i can't i can't do this anymore because i keep mm-hmm. stabbing my hand uh here's a fun question give you a glove well no you will so here's Everybody the thing high volume like shucking oysters uh it's it, it's it's crazy because if you have something like that like a big like 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 a chainmail chain glove or whatever um you're not going to be able to like pump things out fast yeah. of course it's going to be safer but i feel more comfortable and more like I feel like I can keep up with the demand with just holding it in my hand rather than holding it in a towel or having like a heavy duty glove. We have latex gloves. Hmm. Which, once, you, once you have a bandaid. Yeah, one, yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, over, over the years I've just adapted to just holding it in my hand and that's, that's always worse for me. But yeah, that learning curve took a couple of weeks for sure. Mm. And then in the bar, you know, you're not necessarily responsible for making your own cocktails, but sometimes they take a little while. So, especially when you work with me, yeah. So it's like shuck oysters, gloves off, over to the bar, make cocktails, bring them back over, shuck oysters, 
And so, so yeah. yeah fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> how many, um, how many times do you think over the years being in the service industry this long, you think you've been, you've been medically assessed while on shift by one of, by, by one of your customers? Oh, all the time. <laughs> countless times. Uh, I, countless. Yeah. I, I don't even know. And, and people just, you know, that's been, that's been, that's basically like service industry health insurance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's <laughs> hope that you get to wait on a doctor tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Just the other day, uh, I had a couple sitting, sitting at my bar and we were talking about how my son had had like a really bad flu the week before took him to the walk-in because I was so concerned, you know, just him being dehydrated. And she's like, oh, I'm a nurse practitioner. You know, just make sure, you know, you're totally fine as long as the temp doesn't go above this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, thanks for, thanks, you know, where were you last week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why why, why, why did you want oysters last week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you want to ask questions and you mm-hmm. want to, you know, sure pick their, pick their brain. But at the same yeah. time, you don't want to be like, oh. Yeah. Hey, can you can you, can you give me? How's your advice? burger? Yeah. Also. <laughs> oh yeah. How's your food? So about that conversation we were having. <laughs> yeah. So can you take my temperature? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just like that. <laughs> well, it's in there. <laughs> it's a sound it makes. So that's that's the sound it makes when it's ready. It's like a turkey baster. Mm-hmm. If that's the sound. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's sound Joey. We're, we're still having fun with <laughs> this. Our, is our second our day with the uh, with the sound effects, and so we're, we're there's they're fun. We're having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. I can tell. Just the worst. I'm having a blast. You, you, you having a blast the first day because you want to push a button. <laughs> Do you want a gummy worm? Oh uh, no, I'm good. Thanks. What are you on a diet? Nope. Just don't want to eat your food. What are you diabetic? I sneezed all over. I just don't want to eat your food. They're covered in covers. Those are COVID worms. <laughs> COVID eighteen. So, so you're you, working at Matt's, you're yep. shucking oysters, oysters, making mm-hmm. your own cocktails, getting medical advice yep. from regulars, running around with a full cocktail bar, mm-hmm. just, 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 it. so not all the same time, but you know, yeah, when you're, <laughs> are you bummed Sometimes, out? Sometimes, I mean, are you bummed out when you're shucking oysters? You're no, man. Like, oh, shucks. Oh, that was like literally was the worst pun. That was the worst. Do the want one. That was like, that was that was pretty bad. Um, it's probably the most challenging uh position I've ever had, just because of the volume that you're responsible for. So like during the day, if you work that when I first started out, I was working behind the bar a couple times, and I would close. So it's like you come in at like four thirty, you're there till whenever you're able to get out. Um, and they have two people behind that. You know, they have two people on the bar side, two people on the oyster side. And usually one person takes the rail, one person handles all the tickets, and you just kind of go from there. But during the day, you're by yourself. And so you're not only responsible for your rail and tables in the bar, but then they usually cut servers and you take mm-hmm. like dining room tables. So, you know, they're having the whole place. Days. I remember this last Valentine's Day, it was like I almost had a, I almost had a moment where I, where I, where I lost it because I had. I'm in the weeds. Yeah, no, I was definitely in the weeds. I couldn't find a manager anywhere. You know, and it's in that weird transition period where, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, they were doing whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I had like five tables in the dining room, a couple of the cocktail tables, and then almost ha- like a full a full rail. And I was like, "What is happening right now?" For those listening who don't know what that means in the weeds and in that moment, do you mind explaining? Yeah, when you're in the that weeds, moment? when you're in the weeds, you have 20 things to do and only time to do about four of them. Mm-hmm. And you just have to manage your time and, and make it work. 
and overwhelmed. Yeah, overwhelmed. Like literally, just whatever you can accomplish, get done. And you have to like prioritize and like, oh, right now I can only do this, this, and that, and not and and hold your composure too, because you're in the service yeah. industry and people can read your energy, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like. Oh well, this guy's freaking out. I don't know if I want to yeah. sit with him or yeah, have right. him take care of me. And so, being able to handle that and 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 your job and still be a decent person to be around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is is man? There have been days where like that that shift is definitely the best money mm-hmm. for me in my week. But it is I'm exhausted after it, you know. <laughs> and I'm usually there, you know, from like eleven thirty to like you know eight thirty nine thirty straight with like maybe a fifteen minute break to eat and. Mm-hmm. It's just like nonstop, just one thing after another. But Man, yeah. what are we gonna do without all this stress in our lives? Right oh my now? god, dude! I don't even. Know. I was just thinking. I was just thinking about. I was like, thinking about doing yoga. I was thinking about. Be- <laughs> I was thinking about being in the weeds and like, like one of the last times I was in the weeds, like I was, I was just getting worked, and it was just, it was just, it was one of those days where the the, the printer was going the, in the bar, the printer, the drink printer, where I get tickets from all the servers to make their drinks on a, on this printer. Uh, the tickets were like all the way down to the floor mm-hmm. from from my shoulder height. Like the tickets, yeah, man. And it That's... was down to the floor, and and I was still greeting new people at the bar top, and I'm mm-hmm. like just doing my very best to try to keep like upright and everything going. And then and then I went over to talk to some new person, and they're like, "Hey, what drink would you recommend right oh. now?" And I was like, "You know." I really don't have the capacity for that at the moment. That's a really and they, they That's were like a good response. What? Well, no, and they were like, "What?" And I was like. Just get a slushy, man. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, just, and he's like okay, I'll get a slushy. Like, cool. And then I just turned around. <laughs> but I was, I was just like, he asked me that, and my my brain just went like white. Like it was just yeah. all a bright light, and I was like, I, I I don't know what drinks are. I don't know what drinks are. Yeah, no. Right now, I'm just trying <laughs> to like hold I have it together. Everything. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably my least favorite question I've ever. Especially in the, in, mid- in the middle of, in the middle like, of like, a well, lights out rush. That's a, it, yeah. well, it's, so, it's so open-ended. It's like, oh, it's a good cocktail. I don't know. Do you like sweet yeah. cocktails, spirit-forward cocktails? Do, yeah. you, do you want to taste the alcohol or not? Like, yeah. I don't know what you like. You, you have to learn the person's you. palate before you can recommend something. Yeah, and that's and so that, and I always, my, I've, I've gotten more jaded over the years. And so I'm like, well, that's, that's a tough question to answer. You know, do you like this? Do you like that? I can't read your mind. I don't know what, what you like. So, this is a great cocktail, but yeah. you might not YouTube like it. Channel, it's like, I really like it, but I also like onions. Do you like onions? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, the YouTube channel, uh, Bartender Hayes here, where the guy's like, yeah, can I get a margarita? And the guy pulls out a Heineken and pops it, and he's like, yeah. margarita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. Here's your margarita. Yeah, exactly. Bud Light with a lime in it. Here's your five bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. Seriously. Game time. We're popping over? Oh, so it's time to play Peter's new game. <laughs> we'll think of a better name. We will. Um, okay, so uh, I've kind of come up with this little game where wait, wait. I life from the well. Noise. You know, you've always been good at that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I will tell you ingredients. Okay, going up to the. Um, primary alcohol. Okay. And the sooner you can get it, the higher your score is, basically. I mean, Hmm. Jacob Scott, are you ready to crack a beer? Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To to give you a little... uh, Give us a a life crack from the well. Yeah. Life from the well. Nice. Nice. Thank you. 
All right, I'll give you I'll give you an easy one to start you off with. Uh, cranberry juice. Cousin Paulton. Not you. He. It's this is his tester. <laughs> I thought we were going. Sorry. No. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Cousin Paulton. Yes. <laughs> See, I told you earlier that this this man is ridiculous. I mean, I was going to say sea breeze, but I mean, nah. sea breeze. <laughs> nah. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that shit. All right. Get out of here with your grapefruit juice. Is that pineapple juice? Which one's bay and which one's... Oh, uh, is bay with cranberry? One's, one's pineapple, one's grapefruit. Um, I'm pretty But they sure. both have cranberry. It's they just both have mix. cranberry, yeah. one has pineapple. Yeah, All right. right. Our next drink, Stupid. and this is for both of you. Okay. Sugar cube. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Oh, got you. Sazerac. No, you guys are both right. Oh, okay. But Joey was like... Yeah, because Joey I mean, like, worst. sugar cube, and Joey's like... Ah! Mm-hmm. This is, I, I, this is this is very unfair. I made old fashioned. It's all good. I made old fashioned. Keep me on my toes for, for myself last night at home. I actually made it for my wife, and then she was like, "I don't feel like drinking." And I was like, "Manhattan." Then it's a double. Okay. And then more poured more whiskey into it. The next one. You didn't have to. <laughs> Bitters. Manhattan. Manhattan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was just. I wanted to see how quickly Joey got that, but how many points do I have? None. Too many. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Campari. Oh, Negroni. <laughs> that was bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> I waited for him to hey. do that. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite drinks. Yeah. Okay. I prefer a Boulevardier. You would. Tonic. Gin tonic. Gin tonic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played. <laughs> Uh, again, I just love how like one ingredient could have been a vodka tonic. Got it. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. But, could have been, but that's not as common. Really. No, yeah, it's not as common. That one is pretty easy. It should have okay. been like lime, <laughs> lime wedge. Okay, no, whatever. Lemon juice. Uh, Lemon drop. Uh, nope. Sidecar. Mm, holy shit! Nice guess. That's, I knew that's what it was. Boom. As as you said it, Mr. Scott. Fuck you. <laughs> also. Really good drink. Somebody was asking the other day what a sidecar was, and we said it's kind of like a lemon drop, but with brandy. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's kind of like a lemon drop, but better. But better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, Here, got, here's, it's got more going on. Here's one I think both of you will have uh, a little trouble with. I, I mean, I don't know. Joey is very talented. That's what she said. She tells me how she talented I am all the time. She's a really good. <laughs> I was there. She's a good I've coach. Been there several times. I, the one time, sorry, the one time. Oh, Brooks high by the way. I was there. Yeah, I'm so uncomfortable. Right you, can right say, you can say hi back now, and she'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lime juice, margarita. Nope. Cosmopol. Oh, kamikaze. Nope. Kamikaze. Oh, nice guy. Next ingredient: slow gin. Slow gin fizz. Nope. Uh, 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 uh Ramos cup? No, no, um, no, it's, a uh, um. Totally drawn a blank. What was that other thing with the slow gin? It was the, um, the Pim's cup? Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. I want to see if Joey can get this. Yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next thing? Well, the last ingredient is apricot brandy. Oh. What I don't think Joey's ever made this cocktail. Before. It doesn't sound like Slow something he would make. And, he would and refuse. He would refuse to make it. <laughs> I've, I, I don't know if I'd have apricot brandy. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. The Charlie Chaplin cocktail. Oh. <laughs> I'm not so gonna funny. lie. I've never. Heard of that. 
<laughs> I've heard of all those ingredients. Peter but... Googled obscure cocktails I, this morning. I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did. Charlie Chaplin cocktail. Okay. Now if you get it, you're like, Charlie Chaplin cocktail. <laughs> I would have been absolutely No, amazed. this is good. I, I like your research because then when we find one I haven't heard of, we'll just use that for one of our cocktails in the future mm-hmm. on the episode probably. Go. We'll make a Charlie Chaplin and see how it tastes like one it. of these days. Okay. Not today, of course. Today we're making Joey's cocktail. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one I got. The one I got it right up for. I was in a magazine. I won an award. I'm an award-winning uh, bartender. <laughs> something we always used to joke about. Well, yeah. So switching over to cocktail history. Um, so the, today's fun because the cocktail that we are featuring, like I've mentioned probably four times already on the episode, is mm-hmm. is. Um, uh, it's a cocktail that I came up with, and so it's it it's um it's easy to tell a history because history is mine. Um, I was so wise, monk. And what a history! <laughs> uh, this cocktail came about actually while I was sitting down one day um, trying to. I was the bar manager or lead bartender at at um, the bar where Jacob and I used to work out in Kirkland. Just even it's got a different name now, so doesn't we could say trellis. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a bougie like hotel um, restaurant and bar. It's oh, very, that place. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, it, where yeah. it had all like the dark wood and the copper yeah. and everything. Yeah, it was it was a really fun bar to work in. They had like a lot of really cool things at my disposal. The only problem was the bar itself only had like six seats, I think. Yeah, and on then the only and then you couldn't wait on any other tables outside of the TJ bar. TJ and I came out. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You came you came in there with Jules one time too with yeah. uh, Jules and her friend. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was there for like two and a half years. So, yeah. um, but anyways, while I was doing my tenure there, it, I, uh, came up with this cocktail for the menu. Um, and actually I was telling you earlier, I sat down with the chef at the time and, and, uh, we were, I always like to collaborate with chefs typically, typically I like to collaborate yeah. with chefs because they have very, you know, they have the best palate typically in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they can give you some really good tasting notes on, on, um, you know, a little bit more of this, a little bit less of that. Um, and so I was still kind of new into this place and I was trying to collaborate with the chef, not knowing that he would turn around and take full credit for it. <laughs> but, <laughs> Dick. but, um, so true. So anyways, I was collaborating with him and, and I wanted to do like a bacon and egg cocktail. I thought that would be kind of fun. And then he, at the time he, um, bacon, you know, it was, it was pretty popular to fat wash, um, your spirits. Uh, that was a trend that was kind of going around the mm-hmm. Seattle area at least. Um, and everybody was kind of doing bacon, this bacon, that. And, um, so he was like, why don't we be, be a little different? He's like, I've got some duck fat in the, in the walk-in. He's like, why don't we, why don't we use some, why don't we make some duck whiskey instead of some bacon whiskey? And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I could work with that. Sure. And so, so then we, we switched gears a little bit. I switched gears a little bit and I, and I started doing a fat wash with the, with the whiskey, with the duck fat, clarified duck fat. Then I went to my sous chef there, who actually was my my main confidant, I think, after this whole fiasco with the chef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I became really good friends with the sous chef there, and he, he had a really good palate. He actually is a chef in uh, Florida now. He has, Tim? He's running, yeah, Tim. Yeah, I remember Tim. Um, Shout out to Tim. What's Shout up? out to Tim. What's up, Tim Hare? Hey, buddy. Um, <laughs> if he ever listens, I don't know. I'm friends with him on Instagram. Okay. Um Still cooking. He's still making delicious, delicious mm-hmm. food. That yeah, guy made like, really, really the, good yeah, food. Yeah, like him and Jose. Like he, the he one thing, Jose, like one thing about the sous chefs that that guy that that chef would keep. Um, he he always had good talent around him. I think mm-hmm. that elevated like everything else. Um, 
that actually carried him through his career a little bit. I, think. Yeah. I don't want to talk shit. Anyways. No, no, but I do remember some amazing food coming out of that kitchen when he would go on vacation. Oh, yeah. Because then the <laughs> sous chefs... they would have all creative Well, the control. sous chefs would get yeah. to... They, nobody, there was nobody there to tell them no, and so yeah, they exactly. would make, like, the trendiest... Good, you know, we'd get, like, sweet breads and, like, yeah. all kinds... Jose was Crispy always making like because Jose stuff had like all that French thing. Oh and then God. yeah, foie gras. They made stuff, the best food. Roulade, yeah, they yeah. would they would jam out. So, anyways, after making the duck fat whiskey a couple of times, Tim suggested I add some like confit spice to it. So I added like a little confit spice to the duck mm-hmm. fat um, in the fat wash process just to give it a little bit more of a. It just, it just gave it a little more extra. We don't have that on this round because I don't have the confit spice because that was a jar that yeah. Tim made. <laughs> of different spices. Tim, where are you at? Yeah, where you at, Tim? <laughs> um, or that they just had an occasion. I don't know if Tim made it or not. I give him credit. Um, anyways, so I made the, the the duck whiskey, and then we started working on the Manhattan with it. Um, just tried, tried to make a drink out of it, so I wanted to do a Manhattan, mm-hmm. just because I love Manhattans. It's still probably one of my favorite drinks to this day. By far. Um, so then you reach for the best vermouth you can find, which, in my opinion, is the Antica... Um, uh, the the Carpano. Uh, Carpano, yeah, it's an Italian vermouth. Actually, when I was the first time I went to Italy, there was just like walls of this stuff at one of the street markets, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, so Carpano Antica is is uh, in my in my opinion the best vermouth you're gonna you're gonna get unless unless somebody wants to prove me different. I would have to concur. Uh-huh. Um, and then I was thinking traditionally in your Manhattans, you do you use. Um, Use a cherry for a garnish. That's kind of been a standard, but I feel like you know, ten years ago, especially fifteen years ago, um, we were doing. You know, we were one of the craft cocktail bars, and we were on that trend for mm-hmm. sure. And I really don't like those um, those right. bright pink like maraschino so they, cherries. The maraschino cherries, the ones that they bleach them and then they dye them bright pink. You know, they they just um, I don't know. There's just no. It just tastes like like rubber and sugar. And wa- like it it's waxy. Waxy. Yeah, yeah they're gross. Um, so. What we would do, especially and at, at, at this 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 restaurant we're working at, we had a farm that we were working out of, and so everything in the restaurant was very farm fresh. And so we we ended up buying our own cherries, and I would remember standing in the bar and pitting cherries for an entire shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would cook the cherries in Luxardo, and make these. Um, we would made we essentially made our own maraschino cherries, um, and mm-hmm. then when we couldn't cook them in Luxardo. Um, we would just soak them in bourbon, or we'd cook them in luxardo and then soak them in bourbon. So yeah. then you're getting like these, like yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different fun things you can do with cherries, and you can go buy uh, luxardo. Actually, sells cherries. They have, I found them. They, I think you have them at Total Wine. Yeah. Um, but for a jar as big as the jar that I got today, that jar I got was like nine bucks for the bourbon mm-hmm. cherries. Uh, for a jar that size of Luxardo cherries, it was like twenty two dollars. Yeah, because <laughs> they're imported. From, they're imported from Italy, you know, and, and yeah. it's they're it's very bougie. But but I almost got them, and then I was like, no, nah, no, not this. Time. It's one of those cocktails where the garnish enhances <laughs> your buzz. Yeah, totally. So and then we and so then to balance out the the cherry or to 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 kind of um, bring a little more balance to the cocktail, we add the just a little a little bit of Luxardo in there, and so it gives you a little mm-hmm. bit of. Um, I don't know, just kind of rounds the sweetness out, um, and then to make it the smoked duck Manhattan, we we top it with a with a art bag or a, <laughs> I should I'd say art bag. It's not even art bag. It's the frog, but um, a peaty scotch, a spritz. peaty smoky scotch. Yeah. yeah, and it's just a spritz on top, like we did before with the uh, time slip. Yeah, um, it's the exact same concept. We're just putting a little smoke on top of the drink because you get the fat washed bourbon that's like ducky, and then the vermouth and the and the, and the 
cherry and then you get that smoke on top it's a see. so it is the sm- it's been a hot minute since i've had this yeah it's, I, it's, I haven't i have never had this i haven't had it since i worked at trellis yeah um, so neither have i i haven't made this duck and i remember it being delicious so don't let me oh, know i'm super excited i'm duck, literally salivating right now. i haven't made this duck whiskey in six years well we've uh um, we've Started out the show, or before we started out the, the show, Joey was uh, filtering out the duck fat from the whiskey because mm-hmm. uh, I forgot how long the for about an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot how how fucking long <laughs> the process is, and that was the fast process, and yeah, that, that was, was quick. That was me speeding it up. Yeah. So, well, and, we, and I mean, it started yesterday. Very excited for this, JoJo. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, this is this is a this is a cocktail that takes a little effort. Um, so. Uh, with that, be, with that being said, let's drink. Yeah. Yes. During this pause, while Joey makes the cocktail, we are sipping on delicious beer from Iron Horse. If you want to watch Joey make the cocktail, head on over to YouTube, Life from the Well. Or you can find all of our videos on our website as well. And just a reminder, if you would like to get your name out there or become a sponsor, go to our website and send us an email. Oh man! Oh my God, Joey! I know you've outdone yourself, Joey. This is insane. Okay. Mm. Mm. Oh, that smokiness, mm. the creaminess from the duck fat. Oh my oh God! My it's a totally God. different dynamic because mm-hmm. you know, I remember when we were working at Trellis, the the duck was the best thing on the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great that castle. Egg. Yeah. Oh no, no, not the, no, not the duck shit. and wild boar castle. I'm just talking about the the duck breast. Oh sure. That was like the best thing on the menu. Mm-hmm. And there's something, oh. the flavor of duck has like a much richer, deeper, mm-hmm. more robust flavor profile. Yeah. Sure. But this, when you render the fat, it like it gives like a creaminess more than anything. It gives you a little viscosity you, you, in there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It gives you a little it's, more mouthfeel to the cocktail. Oh, yeah. It gives a clo- the, the cocktail looks, you so give, honestly, I don't think You this, give me a little more mouthfeel. It may, it may. Uh, it may not have been filtered as as well as before because I feel like it wasn't as cloudy before. So it may be a little, it may be even a little fattier, which might be one of the things that's making us so happy. Yeah, and just and just, and just a hint <laughs> seriously, of, just a hint of smoke. Yeah, well, this, that's that, that's all it's there for. Yeah, you I know. know. You just want that kind of. You just want to. You just want to smell it. You don't want to taste it. I don't think you want mm-hmm. the. You don't want the smoke to be part of the flavor. In the not in this drink. This yeah. drink has a lot of other things going on. Just that the what's this the the, the cherry and the. The cherry from the Luxardo um, and the and the duck, like just, I mean, if you had cherries and duck together, that's very common on menus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so it just, it, yeah, and then the whiskey it just, just makes sense. It's, it's softer from the duck, you know, because it has that fat in there, and so mm-hmm. then it just it doesn't. You don't have any kind of alcohol burn on there or anything. It's just, it's a really uh, kudos. It's 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 practically oh, yeah, it's absolutely like a, it's practically a meal in a glass. Yeah, no, I mean that's and that's kind of so, like it, that's what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many different components, and then like we said, we we garnish it with um, just some bourbon Bing cherries, which is very similar to what we would do at Trellis. Um, it was either the Luxardo, it was either the Luxardo cherries that we were making, or mm-hmm. we would do our bourbon cherries there too. Yeah, it's and like so, I'm hungry, mm-hmm. but I kind of just want to have a yeah. drink. <laughs> yeah, and the cool thing is, if you if you leave that cherry in there and you yeah. let it kind of soak everything yeah. up, and then you have that at the end, it tastes even boozier. And so then you have like this nice little kind of boozy tart cherry at the, as a last bite, mm-hmm. um, which uh, which in a Manhattan the cherry really should be something that's it's like you know it's it's like the it's like that on the 
You know those ice cream cones that have the chocolate at the bottom of the mm-hmm. cone? So it's like Drumsticks. you eat all the way down. Some people will bite that off first and suck the ice cream through, but mm-hmm. I like to eat all the way down and have that be my last bite. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the same idea with this cherry. Oh, yeah, for is sure. The last bite is just like all the it's flavor. Sitting there, it's just, just like sitting yeah, there condensed absolutely. and you get this nice little nice little crunch at the end. It's a different so, dynamic to a yeah. garnish. Too, it's definitely not like, a fucking yeah. waxy, stereotypically. bright pink garbage yeah, cherry. Because no. stereotypically a garnish <laughs> is just there to make it look good. Yeah. Yeah. But when you can incorporate that into the flavor of the drink or... You know, what else so is let's new? move on from uh, <laughs> from tasting notes. Those were some good tasting notes. It's a good ass drink. Thank you. <laughs> and now we're moving on to story time. Story time. Uh, tell us a story. <laughs> I've got lots of stories. Yeah, hey, Jacob, tell us a story. Well, let's go. Let's go way, way back. Ooh. So uh, when I was working at the keg. Gonna go back. Gonna go back. This is one thing that I have appreciated about being in this industry is interacting with people. You know, we all have days where we don't want to talk to people, but you know, you have to, mm-hmm. that's, you, you can't not. It doesn't matter. It's talk a job. To, yeah, you, it's a job. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be you. And the relationships I've built and the conversations I've had over the years have yeah. been like crucial to who I am as a person. And I remember back, you know, when I was working at the keg, I was training for a marathon, only ever did it once in my life. And that's all you ever need to do is once yeah. in your life. Afterwards, I was like, oh, hell no, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I, I, I still to this day have not run a half marathon since then. But I, yeah. but I remember this, this gentleman came in and, you know, he looked like he was, you know, training for for something. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, we, st- we struck up a conversation and he was like, oh, yeah, man, you know. It's all, you know, the it, you can only train so much, you know, and the, the, the last, you know, couple miles are all mental. And no no article I had read mm-hmm. or training regimen that I had looked up had prepared me for that. And we sat down and talked like I got off work and sat down and had a drink with him at the bar. And we just, you know, talked about training and stuff like that. And I never would have had that conversation had I not been in this industry. Yeah. And when I when it came time for the marathon, which was, you know, <laughs> I fell apart at mile twenty and yeah. I still had five you know, six mile six point two miles to go. Right. And and I like it clicked in my head what he meant. And it's like it's 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 how much pain you can endure because mm-hmm. at that point your body is depleted, you have no like reserves and you're just going off of sheer like tolerance for pain, you know, and will to like want to finish. finish. Yeah. Yeah. And I got separated from a buddy of mine at the time too. So he thought I was ahead of him and he was ahead of me and I was trying to catch up to him. And so he had a way better time than I did because (laughs) he was trying to catch up to me and I was behind him the whole time. I'm like, God damn it. Slow down. But like just something like that, you know, like you, you don't, you don't realize the impact it has on like what kind of person you are and, and how it molds you like interacting with, with people like, and, and not only just interacting with people, but, really letting them into your world and not just being fake because i know in this industry a lot of people you know they just put on a smile and they try to appease what they think their guests wants but it's like no man you build relationships you get regulars that's you know how you that's how you continue to be successful in this industry Mm. and that was like the first thing that really stuck out to me in this you know over the course of you know the last 19 ish years in this industry and like it stuck with me for a really long time and i know that you know 
people can be the worst sometimes, but <laughs> they can also be the best too. You just yeah. gotta let them in, and and, yeah. and that was like that was eye opening for me. Yeah, nice. So I like that. That's one thing I think I always liked about working with you was like you would come to work and be genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you, you gave a shit about like doing your job right, like with yeah. each table. You know, and and, mm-hmm. and 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 you took time to kind of you know to get to know your people, and that's how you build regulars, and that's how they come back and. You know, then they're part of your life now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Look, I have people that come in just to see me, and like mm-hmm. they're like, "If you weren't here, I wouldn't come see you." Yeah. And you know, we are we're all like, we've, "Oh we've yeah, all, yeah, yeah, whatever." And no, like, no, all, literally, literally, we all have yeah. Regulars like that, yeah, though, and sure. like they, they will follow. Yeah. You know, you to a new establishment yeah. just because they just want your company. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're, you're one of the people that I mean, I have regulars so like. You remember, uh, uh, you know, like I knew them before they had kids, and then like I'm, they would bring their baby in to see me in the bar. They come out and say hi, and now their kid is like, their kids are growing up, and like you know, I've been mm-hmm. part of their family almost. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm like Uncle Joey. You know, it's yeah, you the remember bartender that they know. You remember John and Mary? Yeah, from, uh, yeah, I'm friends with them on on Instagram. John, and stuff still. John so came I still in like a couple I still weeks get ago. to see you and growing up. It's really yeah, fun. yeah. It was nuts. I hadn't seen yeah. him in a, in a, in a hot uh, minute. Mary posts a lot on Instagram, mm-hmm. and so I, it's it's a lot of fun that I'm still able to keep in touch with with like regulars that I had. Six years ago. Those yeah, are, I, like, exactly. I still talk, you know, I, we mm-hmm. don't talk much, but like we're, you know, socially, there's, there's at least that connection mm-hmm. there, which is a lot of fun. I don't, I don't have the, um, what, what do you always drink? The, um, oh, uh, he would have Chimay. Uh, Chimay. Yeah. Chimay. <laughs> but drink. it would have to be in a Chimay glass. A Chimay in a Chimay glass. Yeah. And then you always try to build a little foam on it. Yeah. You want to explain yeah. what a Chimay is? Chimay is uh, triple Belgium. Mm-hmm. Uh, For those del- who don't know, obviously. it's a it's a it's a monk made beer. Yeah. Basically, you know, it's it's a really old beer. Um, it's a brewery. It's been around forever. It's from um, Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, they make just like how they have Stella glasses, mm-hmm. you know, to to a specific a specific glass, glass for mm-hmm. a specific beer. They we would have Chimay glasses, and you know, if it mm-hmm. didn't come in a Chimay glass. He didn't want it. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> would, I mean, it wasn't would, the same. He honestly. would wait. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. He'd wait you for know, the glass I, to I, get washed. I totally get it. And yeah. I've I've since, you know, over the years when I like, you know, now bourbon's my, my go-to. Mm-hmm. And like, nice. you need a nice bourbon glass to enjoy bourbon. Yeah. And can't just, yeah. Sometimes you need a little open open mouth on it. Just mm-hmm. get the, so you can get a little sniff Changes while the pro- you're drinking it because it makes it taste different. Changes yeah. the flavor profile mm-hmm. in your palate. But yeah. Totally. I was out for my six-year wedding anniversary the other night with my wife, um, and we, we went oh, to um, we went to a little restaurant in our neighborhood called Opus. I'm gonna shout them out because we had one of the best meals we've had in a long time. Um, and so when everybody opens up again, you guys go check out Opus in Greenwood. Um, they're awesome. Uh, the service was great. The food was like farm to table. It reminded me of like uh, of like of like working at Cedarbrook, you know, and that kind of that like style of like service and food. Um, and like, it was like almost what trellis was, you know, it was like, yeah, it was, but it was just like, everything was like elevated and it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the feast and so it was like a five course menu, nice. um, with wine pairing with it. And so, mm-hmm. and it was our anniversary. So they brought us, um, a glass of bubbles in the beginning and the bubbles came in little coupe glasses instead of champagne flutes. Mm-hmm. And my wife and I were talking, we we're just having the discussion about how important it is to have, um, glassware is when you're drinking different stuff. And, oh, yeah, and how sure. I, I really like drinking bubbles out of like a regular wine glass or a coupe glass mm-hmm. or something like that, because it allows it to open up a little more and not be so bubbly. But the people that like the, like the condensed bubbles mm-hmm. really need to keep it in the flute. But I like it to be a little less intense. I like more effervescent. And so the flute or the or the, the coupe glass really allows for that. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little more. I mean, if you're drinking it quicker, it's better to have it in an open glass. Yeah, I remember when I worked in a <laughs> wine bar, you know, like 
that was my first introduction to different styles of glasses for different styles of wine. It's like, oh, no, there's a wine glass. And that's mm. all I remember growing up. And then, no, there's a Pinot Noir glass. There's a oh, red yeah. wine glass. There's a white wine <laughs> there's glass. A Bordeaux there's a, glass. Yeah, there's a Bordeaux Bordeaux glass. Bordeaux. So it's like, it, it's, it's... There's it, a Savino Blanc glass. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. it's crazy to think that, you know, it, such a, like, just the shape of the glass can affect, yeah. mm-hmm. you know... Well, so much. And even with beers, like you said, yeah. like, um, John, glass, John and yeah. his Chimay glass... Yeah. I mean, with with a lot, of, especially with a lot of those Belgian beers, and like and like or like, or the really intense stouts, or just you know where where a pint just doesn't the proper glass, or even a, even a pint of Guinness, like there's a Guinness shit yeah. a glass that like that 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 works best for the way that that stuff pours the, the nitro pours. Yeah, the, the well, gas the glass is created. Yeah. To be a nitro glass, exactly. You know, it's and not I, a Guinness glass; it's a nitro glass. Basically. Exactly. And I have regulars, and I have this one regular who just went to Ireland, and mm-hmm. they, you know, she came back and she's like, "Oh yeah, that, this that, intention all, behind that's, all of that's, it. That's, that's all we were drinking is yeah. Guinness." And she's like, "I'll take a Guinness because we have Guinness on top, but we mm-hmm. don't have those glasses." Yeah, and, so and it's like, different. It's not the same. It doesn't taste the same. It's the not, glass, not the same. The glass is thinner too. Yeah. And so like it just like you get a silkier drink mm-hmm. um, because like the. And the head's allowed to build better, and so mm-hmm. then you have like this thick foam at the top from this thinner glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't taste the same. And if I, you I don't always have it from that same. Ex- it's weird, but it's cool too. I would always, you know, when people would be like, "Oh, do you have you know this type of glass?" You know, for for whatever they were ordering, I'd be like, "Oh no," and mm-hmm. then I'd be kind of, you know, taken aback by them being so butthurt about not having it, and then mm-hmm. they'd order something else. Yeah, and, and you're I, like, are you serious? Well, yeah, but, but then, then you, you realize then you, later. Uh, you know, then, but you, then realize, you learn, and then you learn, like, and you realize oh, that oh, well, oh, yeah, they I have wouldn't a point. either. I wouldn't either. Yeah, now that yeah. I know, that actually does taste better when yeah. you have it that way, and it probably. But it's also you know it's it's way. experience and age. You know, it's like exactly when when you're younger and you're like, the fuck is this person griping about? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, you know, you go through your life experience and you try these things. And yeah, learn about these things. Like before Joey, like uh, whiskey's whiskey, whatever. Yeah, just fucking take it, whatever glass I give it to you. No, in. it's not. Mm-hmm. No, it is not. Yeah, absolutely. whiskey is not whiskey. No, like <laughs> bourbon, whiskey, Scotch, Irish, yeah, rye, Canadian. They're mm-hmm. all all different. very different. And it's you know Quite. it's taken me ten years to learn the basics, mm-hmm. and I'm still learning, and I'm loving it. I turned twenty one in this industry, Same. and since the introduction to this industry, I have learned more in the last 10 years than I learned in the first 10. Yeah. You know, and that comes with age, my palate and just my ability to accept and try new things and be open to the idea of there's more out there than just what I know, which I feel like is really important, especially with spirits because it makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> Do you? I agree. Oh God! <laughs> uh, <laughs> into that point, we're just talking into the microphones, uh, just breathing into things. <sighs> um. So for that creepy moment, <laughs> we're at that stage in the show where we want to improve the industry. Mm. So. Do you have anything to impart upon people coming into the industry? So here's the thing. I feel like in this day and age where technology is so in your face, uh, this industry is becoming less and less personable, Mm. you know? And it's like you go in, you order on a tablet, you know, someone brings you your food or, you know, your drinks and you're done. Like there's no intimacy, 
And I feel like in this industry, intimacy is what makes or breaks, you know, how successful you are. And so being, I like to refer to myself as a dinosaur, you know, not being on any social media and not jumping on that bandwagon, but I I just say you're disconnected, disconnected. Yes, I am very disconnected, (laughs) but I mean, you know, I have had so many intimate conversations with people that I've just met over the last two decades that I feel like that's a huge component to how to be successful. And Sorry, no for, for someone that's trying to get into this industry, you know, not in Seattle right now, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> for people that are trying to get into this industry right now, it's... Don't. <laughs> yeah. It's, Fuck off. We all need the you jobs. Need, you need to be open-minded to the way people are and the way that people differ from you because no one that you take care of or wait on or whatever you want to call it or are going to be part of your friend group you know you have to be accepting of people's idiosyncratic behaviors and how they are and learn go to from, separate what's that learn to separate a yeah bit. exactly because when you come in you're like oh you're, man you know people are the worst and i'm like no people like the, you just need to find you're, out you're taking it personal you need yeah you're taking it personal yeah. and you need to find out what it is that that you can how you can relate with mm-hmm. that person i think because i have related with every end of the spectrum and everything in between. And, you know, you just need to find out what works and, and, and go from there. You need to be accepting. I think one of the things that's helped me most, like, to figure that part out a little bit is to is to kind of think of it as playing a character when you go to work. Like, you're, mm-hmm. like I am stepping into the bartender. I'm the bartender now. Because mm-hmm. I'm definitely different, you know, as a, like, as a bartender. Like, you're, you're essentially on stage all night. There's people staring at you and you're yeah. reacting in different ways and getting people to laugh and interacting this and that as a server, you know, there's there, you know, you're, you're got all these mini stages that you're, that you're working around, mm-hmm. but you're still playing the character of, you know, a representative of this restaurant. Oh, on you, any you know. given day, I'm seven different people mm-hmm. to, you know, who, whoever yeah. is at my bar. Yeah. But or it's all- in my, in my section. I think it's easier to deflect when you, when you're playing the character too, though, because mm-hmm. you can just like, you're being like, no, this is what I do right now. Yeah. You know, um, and so that that when people are like individually shitty, it's easier to not take it quite as personal mm-hmm. because I'm not being myself at the moment. I'm yeah. being the bartender, you know. And so if you don't like the way I'm acting, well, that's the way the bartender acts. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's, that's not a, Joey. That's something that I've like, that's uh, a behavior or, you know, a personality trait that has evolved over the years is like in the beginning, you want to just appease people mm-hmm. and you want to like see what they want you want to learn what they want and you know what's going right. to make you the most money honestly you know at, people at, please are drawn to the industry exactly because it's but over the, that, over the years yeah. i'm like this is who i am and you're here to see me so i'm just going to be me and in yeah. the last six to seven years i've really like accepted that mm-hmm. and i haven't changed behavior because of it and i just i'm who i am and I know that you're either here to see me or you're here to see someone else. And, like, I don't take offense to it, but that's... I'll, I'll say, and I'll I love that this. level of confidence, too, because people love that. I mean, that the, that level of confidence is, is one of the things that draws people to you, too. It's yeah. just because you're there yeah. and doing it and and you're good at it and you know how good you are. <laughs> and they're like... <laughs> well, seriously, though, I, when, you know, when, when you know your, your abilities mm-hmm. and, you're, yeah. and you're not shy about it, mm-hmm. you can come off as arrogance, but you're also skilled, and so it's yeah. easy to... Yeah, that's that's Thank what you. I was gonna say. It was like, <laughs> Fuck you've got it's not, it's not. you've got I don't years think. of experience and mm-hmm. the talent to go along with that, but yeah. it's also 
age. I mean, it's it, it, <laughs> and, and and honestly, it's that's it's it's, it's something like yeah, old man for gray. sure. No, no, it's, all this gray in this beard right here. <laughs> I mean, it, it is kind of that, but it, it it's just the fact that you know you you've gotten older, you are more who you are, mm-hmm. and you've accepted who you are exactly. And so people look at you and they're like, you know, you can either cow down to this mm-hmm. that and the other thing or you can own who you are and exactly. people will be like they'll push but as soon as you own who mm-hmm. you are they're like oh okay and then yeah. they just accept you for who you are and exactly. what you do and then it's just like all of a sudden it's like well whatever like i got this guy he's 75 years old he works in my store and he he walks up to somebody and he's like hey can i help you with anything and they're like no and he's like all right well whatever you do you and they just they're just like uh, okay, okay cool and then they come up to him like five <laughs> minutes later and they're like hey can you help me he's like yeah what can, what can i do for you but it's just like he the way he says things mm-hmm. is super abrasive yeah but the fact that he owns his shit everybody's just like okay he's just direct <laughs> he's, he's yeah. very direct no, and, and that's and that goes along with me saying like you need to just accept people for who they are like just because mm-hmm. someone doesn't address you the way that you have been addressed before or prefer to be like spoken to like everyone's different and that doesn't mean that he's any less knowledgeable or any less kind or like a good person you know just that's just who he is it's a different personality exactly and i feel like in this day and age people lose sight of that yeah no no i totally hear that yeah how do you think that's affected, like the way that you are are interact with the general public? Do you think it has? Um, oh, absolutely. Because um, <laughs> I only let I only let certain people into like my real life, mm-hmm. as in like you know, show them pictures, talk about stories about my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a 19 year old daughter who is a sophomore in college and a 10 year old son, and I'm 39, and I get all the time. Damn. Oh, you don't look good. You don't look, you know, old enough to. Mm-hmm. You know, have a 19-year-old daughter, and I'm like, yeah, thank you, that's a, that's thank a, you, I appreciate that, thanks. but, but, you just said, that's just because I'm really handsome. Yeah, you know, and, and but, <laughs> I don't smile that much, I don't have the wrinkles. <laughs> but yeah, I got a lot of gray in my beard, that's mm. definitely from her, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, um, w- relating with people on a personal level, and talking about just your life, and, and, and bullshitting about whatever and then really letting them into oh it was it was my it was carly's prom you know Mm -hmm. here's some prom pictures you want to see there's your senior pictures you know she's raging at college right now my son is all about Fortnite, which yeah yeah it's it's his life right now i hear i I hear the servers are starting to crash on the the video game servers yeah (laughs) (laughs) because everybody's saying coronavirus but it's like yeah it's definitely shaped um the relationships that i have because Mm -hmm. before it's you know relating with people just on what you can and now it's like no this is my life and Mm -hmm. i want you to be a part of it you know enough to where i'm gonna decide who you let in yeah i decide who i let in you know Mm -hmm. i don't i don't let just everyone i have regulars that have no idea that i have kids (laughs) and then i have regulars you know because they just don't ask and i'm like i'm not gonna ask i'm not gonna just tell them just tell them oh yeah blah 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 you know here's Uh here's you want to see some get some pictures (laughs) um but yeah and and over the years it has like i've built i've built build some built sorry some very like intense relationships with people mm-hmm. and it's it has a lot to do with you know who i've become as you know a father you know 
and you know, I wouldn't change it for the world, but it has definitely molded, you know, who I am in this industry yeah. as well. Mm. So, so yeah. Nice. That's cool. I like that. Thanks. Uh, cool. So recommendation, uh, Peter's recommendation this episode is what? Uh, go to YouTube and look <laughs> up, uh, the bartender hates you. <laughs> it's that is my recommendation. Yeah, like, I mm-hmm. don't think. That will ever change. No. Yeah. No, no. it's, it's no, all no. good. This is just where you recommend something fun that you enjoy. So one of the times before I said, uh, as far as my favorite vermouth to use in a Manhattan is the one we use mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I had one a minute ago and now I have to think about it for a second. Do you have a secret or recommendation that you could? Uh... It's an interesting question. Thank you. So I work with um, a girl who is 19. Mm-hmm. and she just became a server and she's the same age as my daughter so like when i have conversations with her about god how weird is that it's really weird god, so it's bad. really weird it makes yeah, me feel really, really old weird. yeah yeah it yeah. gives me i just feel like another gray hair pop up right yeah, now. yeah no, I, there's and all girl, the gray ones poke out there was a girl I in my work and see gray just spreading down yeah there's like, a girl it's, in it's my happening work right now is the same age and like mm-hmm. i like over the last couple months i've just been like Mm-hmm. I'm so old. Like I can't. Yeah. Like, I, I made a spaceballs reference, and she looked at me like, "Yeah, a like dinosaur. what are you talking like, about?" Spaceballs. So, but <laughs> so she, I have never met someone who has had more drive and more ambition to learn stuff that she has absolutely no clue on and it, mm-hmm. uh, no clue about. And it really is refreshing because you know she comes up and she's like, "Oh, hey, you know." what can you tell me about this and that and the other thing, you know, with alcohol, wine, because she doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything at that age either. I didn't really know anything until I was in like my mid-20s. And being... Thirties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, and it's evolving because, you know, the longer I'm in this industry, the more I learn. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny because, you know, everyone that you meet has a certain skill set. You know, whether it's knowledge or the ability to remember recipes and just knowing everything under the sun. But her wanting to educate herself on all of this at such a young age is is, is like is really impressive. And that's something that I would recommend for anyone trying to get in this industry is like immerse yourself in the knowledge. Because people think that you can just jump in and anyone can wait tables. And wing it. And wing it. Yeah. And no, you can't. No. And you will no. crash oh, and man. burn. Have you ever and been at a table you ever, where you didn't you, know anything? And yeah. they start asking you questions yep. and you're like, oh. Uh, exactly. Uh. <laughs> That's what server nightmares are. Yeah. Because we've all experienced it. Yeah. And then we have nightmares about it for the rest of our life. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I had a keg mare <laughs> like a week and a half ago. I haven't worked for that company since oh <laughs> seven. Okay. Hey, I. Okay. Hey, I had a nightmare about <laughs> we making... We call it keg mares because keg it's a thing. <laughs> I had a nightmare about making sandwiches, and I haven't worked for uh, Subway for, like, 15 years. It's like you turn around, and, like, your whole section's full, and you, you, you haven't rung anything in yet, and you yeah. ran out of paper. And you forgot the last yeah. 10 people. That's why orders, I don't write things down so anymore. You gotta go it's like, it, you know, you're going to forget it anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just... A but, yeah, I know, and I, I feel like, you know, for anyone coming into this industry, see, like, the secret is, like knowledge because you can learn anything yeah you know but experience yeah you you learn how to deal with people you learn how to adapt to what people want but the knowledge needs to be your base because if you don't have that knowledge you're gonna crash and burn yeah 
So read some books. And so for that, that's on like the service end of the industry and like for patrons. I mean, read some books. Read some fucking books. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So you say for patrons. So like, what advice would you give to people coming into your mm-hmm. restaurant? Or your to bar? be understanding. Because I feel like for the. Ma- for the majority, for the masses, people come in and they're like, oh, I'm here. I'm ready to go. Let's let's mm. do this. Show me what they, you don't got. Under, they don't understand that you have potentially like 15 different things going on at yeah. one time. And I've, I've always, you know, I found over the years that acknowledgement is the absolute like number one thing that people appreciate. It's like, I'm going to acknowledge you. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to inform you and keep you in the know because i feel like people um understand more and are more accepting of what's going on like say your food's taken you know 45 minutes when there's no one in the the restaurant but being able to communicate and tell people it's like hey i just want to let you know there's some stuff going on right now you know your food's gonna take a while you know bars really backed up it's the end of happy hour you know your drinks are gonna take a little longer people are way more accepting and want to you know just they just want to know what's going on and they don't care they're here they're there to have a good time they just want to don't think they're being they want to know that they're not being ignored and so for people that are coming in like i just be accepting and know that you know they're not the only person there (laughs) i appreciate that yeah thanks all right now we get to one of my favorite questions, actually, that I like to ask people, um, <laughs> especially right now. Now is, now is the time. It's, it's a stressful fucking time, man. Everybody's losing their job. It's easy to, it's easy to just kind of get lost in, um, in the whirlwind of it all, you know, in the motion of it all. All of our friends also lost their job, and so we're dealing with their emotion as well as our emotion, and so it adds it, you know, it stacks. Um, a lot of us need to find like a beacon in the storm as it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing I want to send out to everybody out there is, is, is I know right now it's hard and, and it's easy to just drink. It's easy to fucking forget it Mm -hmm. all and black the fuck out and get to the next day. But just be aware of that, please. Like, I mean, it's just so easy to fall into, unhealthy habits and we want to eat we love alcohol here at the show we we love it as as you know we we love feeling kind of drunk we love the flavor of it we love mixing it with things but but we're also are aware of the dangers and so just just know that that you know th- those dangers exist even even in times of peril especially mm-hmm. in times of peril especially in times of peril you know don't, try not to use it as a crutch please i love you guys um and i don't want to see you falling falling off um but that being aside, it's a stressful time. It's a stressful world. What What are some of the ways that you found have helped you um, to deal with stress and uh, and just in life, man? What What do you What's your uh, What are you, What are your healthy habits? Well, it's. It, I mean, hey, like at the end of the day, especially a stressful day, like like I was saying earlier, um, you know, on those long days behind the bar where you know you don't get you don't even get a second to yourself and you're just go 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 all day long and you're on you almost feel like you're on stage you know for lack of a better you know sure. an- analogy Absolutely. like you're you're there to perform for mm-hmm. people and like you just want to drink you know mm-hmm. like the I, I drink more on a friday night than i drink the rest of the week and that's because you know like when i when i get home it just sounds good but like I've honestly, you know, made a lot of healthier habits in, in, in the last, in the recent months. 
and like I've played guitar since I was 15 and mm-hmm. I like I, you know I like kind of lost sight in that for a long time and it, it's it's an unbelievable like like stress reliever yeah and Art- artistic expression artistic expression you know mm-hmm. and you know you you lose sight of things that you think aren't important and the things that are easier to gravitate towards like alcohol Mm-hmm. You know, alcohol they, is they can, easy, man. Anybody can, feel, can do yeah, it. anyone can do that. You yeah. don't need to put forth effort. But it feels like, good right now. Yeah, it feels good <laughs> right now. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, when like after after you know jamming out for like a half hour to forty five minutes and like coming up with something new and, it's euphoric. and like it's euphoric. It's 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 a different level, and you lose sight of that. You know, over mm-hmm. the years, but it, it it's important to not and to have a creative outlet, and that, mm-hmm. that's that's what I would say. pick up anything. You know, yeah. even like drawing. Acknowledge painting, I, like anything. Acknowledge the balance in life. Exactly. Like there, there's like a, there's an outlet for anything, you know, and 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 wh- whatever you put your focus on is where your life kind of starts revolving around. Exactly. Right. And so the the amount of time you spend on anything is is what becomes your life. So if you want to, if you want, you know, <laughs> if you want your focus to be on, you know, creating music, and spend a little bit of time every day towards that next mm-hmm. thing you know you know after a week you, you're starting to create something mm-hmm. and next and you know then your stress is becoming something beautiful exactly <laughs> yeah and, and it, it's it's easy to lose sight of that too mm-hmm. because it's so much easier to gravitate towards other things but it's one of my favorite uh tony robbins quotes uh, is uh where focus goes energy flows so just it's remember true. like where your focus is wherever your focus is that's where like your energy is being put mm-hmm. towards so it's, it's that's what you're yeah like i've had moments where i'm like in tears like writing a piece of music yeah. and then i've also like you know just been like super happy and it, it has a lot to do with where you are in life and mm-hmm. what you are putting into it it allows you to express your emotions without words exactly yeah which is which is powerful because i mean i think there's that <laughs> expressing your emotions in, in general is is one of those human things that we we all struggle with, you know, on, on one level or another. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so if you if you can if you can do it without words, then then the rest of us can just feel it, <laughs> and then we can all yeah. just kind of sit yeah. there and feel the same thing without saying anything. Like mm-hmm. that's that's fucking beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. So one hundred percent, always try to find a creative outlet. But you know, music. Be be responsible. Mm-hmm. You know, try not to mask your emotions with yeah with well, i mean we all know we all know like i feel like what not to do and we we do it mm-hmm. or we know like what's not great for us but maybe it'll get us till tomorrow mm-hmm. but i mean if you want to start being productive with your grief instead of just wallowing in it you know Pick up and pick up a musical instrument. Mm-hmm. Pick up a paintbrush. You know, mm-hmm. pick up a pick up pen, a pencil. Pick up go a pencil. For a walk. Pick up a pencil and start journaling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like go for go for a walk and channel it dude, into yeah. channel it into exercise and yeah, anything. You know, you know go go online and anything learn how to cook. You know, do, do do something with your energy other than feeling bad for yourself. Exactly. Because feeling bad for yourself only gets you to feeling worse. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're like a like a miniature Buddha over there. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yourself, Jacob. I'm not that nice. Buddha wouldn't say <laughs> I'm that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you all. Just kidding. It's I, I, immediately hostile whenever I get love, but 
Cheers. Cheers, bitches. Bunch of mafkas. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on, bro. You've been a really good guest. Don't lie to me. Well, it's last call. Uh, We just did our last call shot because we couldn't wait to eat those sour worms. Um, (laughs) Normally, at this point, we, we like to give our guests a chance to pimp out where they're working or where their social media is or or any way that like they, they is there anything you want to promote hey i'm literally going to be a school teacher for the edmund school district for the next six weeks um so really well yeah because nice. uh schools are closed i should have said what's your, what's your plan oh yeah because you <laughs> <laughs> Homeschool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so the beautiful thing about like working in this industry, also, which we never even touched on, is I have been able to be a stay-at-home dad for the entirety of my kids' lives, and like it's awesome. it's something that I like would never trade for anything. And I get emotional when I talk about it, so we're gonna stop talking about it. But no, 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 I love it. Um, I want to like, see you cry. No, no, I'm not gonna Bring cry. It. I'm not gonna no, cry no, right no, now. It's okay. But no, space. no, but he's out of school for the next six weeks, and that responsibility is on me. Like, yeah, yeah there's a, a plan in, you know, in effect of you know, what he's supposed to learn. But now my days are going to be hard ass rather than when he's with me being like fun time. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So you got, you, so yeah, shit's, about to, get, shit's some... about to get real for him. You, gotta... <laughs> <laughs> you want to play Fortnite? Oh, you need to do this, 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 that. Yeah, we gotta, we, we gotta do more things. Yeah, so I mean, balance uh, out life and, a little, and then you know, unemployment's gonna help me out with, uh, with, with that paycheck. So, <laughs> so is there a way to get curriculum from the school? So you yeah. So uh, before I came here, this? the reason why we pushed this back a little bit is because I went to go pick up, you know, the packets mm-hmm. and whatnot. Right. So they don't have which, to like continue going to school through summer yeah exactly and yeah like, i went to go pick it up and i was like is this all i need because it's like two binders and then a packet in between and i'm like this this ain't gonna last a week what's, <laughs> what's going on so well it's gonna be a journey that we're both gonna take together nice fun <laughs> well maybe you get through fun. those packets and find something else yeah he'll, he'll yeah. go back in like eighth grade exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's 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 a crazy it's time like right we now worked our way through three school years yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely Okay, man. Summer cool. vacation. <laughs> well, uh, well, shout out to the to the teachers right now too because oh I yeah, mean, they're shout going, out to the teachers they're going for through sure. they're going through the shit just as hard as we are, man. Absolutely. Um, cool. Well, everybody, stay strong through all this. We fucking yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Wash your hands and use some sanitizer and try and, not to and overreact, just, but try not to underreact. Yeah, and just be be healthy. <laughs> yeah, find yeah. That, find Make that happy choices. medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that wraps up one more life from the well. <laughs> Uh, that, that's our, uh, that's our last call. Those are our shout outs. Um, this, these are weird times, you guys. Yeah. Um, very it's, weird. Uh, we're all going through a lot and we're not really sure what's going to happen next, but, uh, we'll all make it through though. In, in the, in the short future, um, we're going to make some more podcast episodes and just keep, <laughs> keep sharing our stories and keep talking. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope you guys keep listening and, and, uh, stick with us. As soon as we get word on when we're going back to work, we'll share that with you so you can expect the time to start going out and have someone else cook for you again. Because I imagine most of you fucking suck at cooking. <laughs> uh, Not all of you. Uh, I mean, most. I said most. 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 Most people suck at cooking because most people go out to eat yeah. anymore. 
Anyways, I'm just teasing, guys. If you want lessons, maybe we'll start doing some uh, some uh, some dinner episodes on our on our cocktail um, page for the YouTube. Who knows <laughs> if there's demand? If you guys even care, nobody cares. All right, that wraps up another episode of Life from the Well. Thank you all for joining us and uh, listening to our show. Um, thank you to Jacob Scott for coming on. You're Bye-bye. one of my best friends. I love you, man. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing your stories. I'm happy to um, be here. Thank you so much for having me. This is a good one. I love you. All right. Thank you to the giant Peter. I love you for coming on and being so big. <laughs> Seven. It <laughs> gets, gets taller like every year. I know. And thank you to the Den Weather. And thank you to the Den Weather Kelly. She's the she's the mastermind man. She's got all the she's she's all the wires. Absolutely. All the this wires would not be possible. All the wires me. on our table are coming oh, yeah. are coming from her desk. It's just mm-hmm. like a, it's like here talk into these things and I'll create something beautiful. So I love it. I have we, We've got a good crew here and, and I love you all. And um, most of all, thanks to our listeners, you guys. Um, uh, I, I hope you enjoy what we're doing. We're really enjoying creating it. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And remember, if you have more than one or two drinks, um, keep drinking because right now you can't go to the bar. <laughs> But if you go to a friend's house, if please. you go to a friend's house, be responsible. call an Uber, yeah, be call a cab. Always be responsible. Have somebody drive you home. Be responsible. Be safe. Always be responsible. We love you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life from the Well, full of service industry stories and cocktail history. If you like our show and want to know more, check out lifefromthewell.com. Life from the Well would also like to thank our sponsors, Scratch Distillery and Barfly Mixology Gear. Don't forget, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Join us next time for another new cocktail and guest.